So give me that scripture, Psalm 124. And uh, we read. Shall we read one go? Let's read like we can read. One go. He says, blessed be the Lord who did not give us as a prey to the teeth of the enemy. He says, our soul has escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. It was God's prerogative to decide whether to have given you up or to have kept you. But the good news is he chose to keep you. He chose to preserve you. He chose to sustain you. He chose to maintain you from the hands and the schemes of the enemy. Say, blessed be the Lord that did not give you up to be destroyed. It was his choice, but he chose to keep you. You could have checked into a hospital and found out that your liver is not working. You have no, nothing to say. See, you cannot have liver transplant. You can possibly get kidney transplant. But you see, your organs are okay. Just that fat alone. There are some people, they have all the monies in the world, but their organs are shutting down. You have a reason to thank God. Tell your neighbor you have a reason to thank God. When you read Romans chapter 9, verse 15, uh, the scripture says, God says something very profound. He says, I, God, I choose to have mercy on whom I want to have mercy. And I have compassion on whom I want to have compassion. In other words, I choose who to keep alive and who to kill. I choose who to give a job and who to make jobless. I choose who to get married and who not to. I choose to give you um, and make you wealthy and not. I am the one that choose. I choose. I am selective in what I do. So in every aspect of your life, wherever you have come, you need to understand you owe it to Jehovah and nobody else. I know you think you are smart. I know you think you are connected. You got a job because you are connected. I know you think, oh, you are skillful. Um, but let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about your skill. It's not about how smart you are. It's about just the grace and the mercies of God. Are you hearing me? He says, I will. shall we read one go? Before he says to Moses, one go. Uh -huh. He says, I, Jehovah, I choose to exempt people. The word mercy means exemption from judgment. To show special kindness. I choose to show special kindness. I choose to exempt people from judgments. I choose who to exempt. I choose who to be kind to. And I choose who to have compassion on. I am selective in it. So if you are here right now, God chose to keep you alive. Are we here? He has chosen to make sure you are alive. Have you been so unwell and that you feel like the next day you might never wake up? 
Have, have you been there before? Is there anyone that has been there before? You felt like, as you sleep now, you may never wake up. But somehow, God supernaturally kept you, preserved you, sustained you, and made sure you have life another day. He deserves our praise. He deserves our worship. You know, you can pray amiss, but you cannot thank God amiss. Did you hear what I said? The Bible says sometimes when we pray, we do what? We pray amiss, but there is nothing like thanking God amiss. Are we here? Yeah? Every attitude of gratitude. Do you know the only thing God cannot do for himself is to worship himself and to thank himself. So even in heaven, there are 24 elders, they are angels, their assignment is just to worship him. Can you imagine how important worship and appreciation is to Jehovah God? That to an extent that he has literally set a system in heaven. And all that that system is doing is just to thank him. It's just to worship him. It's just to give him worship. That is all for 24-7. Those 24 elders, all they are doing is to appreciate him. To worship him. To give him the glory that is due his name. And you, you are here. Those elders possibly, they don't have the job you have. They don't have the things you have. They possibly have never gone to hospital and come back. They have never gotten COVID and got recovered. But all they do, regardless of what they have or do not have, is to worship God. How much of your time do you give to worship him? How much do you look back sometimes? You see, can I tell you something? When God sees like you have the heart of David, where you attribute everything to him, he gives you more. When you attribute who you are to God, you don't feel like you have accomplished it because you are so intelligent, so smart, so skillful, but you say, Father, it is not me but you. I am where I am because of your grace. I have come this far because of your power, and I owe everything I am to you. When you have that kind of heart, you attract divine grace and divine mercies and divine favor. Are we here? Yes, we must learn how to appreciate him and how to worship him. Give him the praises that is due his name. When, when you thank God, what happens? Let me just give you a few points and then we can I will continue in the afternoon session. Because the afternoon is um, specifically set up for praises and worship. This second service, we've just been praising God. The power of thanksgiving and praise. What happens when you thank God? What happens when... Have you given something to someone and they refuse to thank you? What was your response? You have come through for someone and they refuse to thank you. Or to show appreciation. What do you do? Huh? You do what? What will you do? You came through for someone and they refused to show appreciation. What would you do? You feel unappreciated. What do you do next time? You say it's okay. Next time, will you still come through for them again? You may never. Thanksgiving is very, very important to our Lord. And most of us take it so trivially and don't Place emphasis on thanking him. 
there are some people, they go like, oh, I got healed of headache. Headache is nothing. My friend, my, my schoolmate got admitted into the British Army, doing so well. So one time, I was praying in London, and I called him. I said, guy, you need to come to church because um, I feel I need to pray for you. He kept tossing me left right. said, for almost like six months, the guy kept tossing me left right. said, the next time he was calling me, he said, prophet, I went to the hospital, and I'm told I have a brain tumor. Handsome, energetic, intelligent, smart, young man in the British Army. He has a brain tumor. He was fit, doing well. He appears in the hospital. And the next thing is that the doctor says, you have a brain tumor. Get ready for your exit. How many times were you given a diagnosis and you went and you still came out on head? You have every reason to thank God. You have every reason to give him praise. You have every reason to give him worship. You have every reason to appreciate him for what he have done and even for who he is and how far you have come. Thanksgiving, number one, is a sign of your appreciation, your humility and dependency on God. See, when you thank God, you are telling him, it is not me, Papa, it is you. You are literally, and you see, that is what I saw, I mean, as I studied, that is what made God appreciate David. David always made God feel like, you know what, God, it is not me, it is you. I have not come this far be, because of my strength, because of my skill. I have come this far, Jehovah God, because of your grace. When you thank God, you are, you are demonstrating your humility. You are telling God. See, some of us, some people are so arrogant. Eh? They feel like, you know, me, me, I'm so intelligent. You know, me, what? Everything is me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. The day that um, um, King Nebuchadnezzar felt like he was raising himself above God, he turned into a beast. And for seven years, he was eating grass. Are you hearing me? God turned that man into a beast. When you bring yourself to a place that God, you are everything, me, I am nothing. He sees it and he continues to bless you. Some of us, we are so self-righteous um, um, self and feel so independent. You don't need God. You are, have arrived. And sometimes the people who have arrived, they have not even started. When you check, when you do your analysis, when you realize that these guys have not even what? Started. Me, you don't know me. Me. You don't know. Who are you? Ask your neighbor, who are you? My friend, we have seen people. So stop telling us who you are. You need to make sure that your dependency is from him. Amen? That you tell him, Father, if it is not by your grace, I would not have come this far. You see, your gratitude in life and your gratitude to God determines your attitude in life. How grateful you are to Jehovah determines how well he will lift you. 
Your gratitude to Jehovah God will determine how far you will go in this life. Many of us, we are so ungrateful. Like I was saying, this one, it was just headache. You still have to say thank you. If it was cancer, you come here dancing and rolling over the floor. God has healed me. Power day disorder. Every single testimony you have, God demands your appreciation. I had a pastor friend, anointed man of God. We were in campus together. Finished campus, started a church doing so well. One day it was raining in Ghana and he, he fell off in the rain. Something, he had a scissor or something and before we realized, that man died. An anointed, he was a preacher of holiness like no other person I have ever seen. Preaching the word with power. And he just passed on just like that. And you look at some people and God is still keeping them alive. And you realize that it is just by his grace. Tell you anybody, it is just by his grace. It is just by his grace. You see, so when you thank God, you show your dependency to him. You, you let him know that it is not just because of anything you have done, anything you have, it is just by his grace and mercy. Say, oh Lord, I owe everything I am to you. Say it from your heart. Say, oh Lord, I owe everything I am to you. Yes. It's a sign of your humility and your dependency and your appreciation to him. Number two, Thanksgiving multiplies your blessings. When you thank God, you position yourself for a multiplication of your blessings. When you thank God, the other day I, somebody said to me, man of God, bless me. I laid my hands on it. I said, in the name of Jesus, may the Lord God favor you. May doors open unto you. I said all the anointed prayers I could say. Say, man of God, after I finished, I said, I'm done. Say, that is not the blessing I'm talking about. He said, give me something. <laughs> after I finished praying, he says, no, 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 sir. Prophet, that is not the blessing I'm talking I want you to give me something, physical blessing. I said, wow. This is Nairobi for you. So I said, what's your MPSA number? She, I gave, she put it in and I sent her MPSA. So, she, 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 the funniest thing is, after I told her I have sent, she had not received. She told me, man of God, it has not come through. I said, you are here. Can't you see it has gone through on my phone? Said, it has not come through on her end. I said, how do I control that? <laughs> no. The way <laughs> I said, my daughter, you go. I have sent. You can see. He says, Papa, I'm not leaving here. It does not come through. 
I said, so do you think I will reverse it or what? He says, no, I need to see it reflect. Then I go. So as we were talking, boom, he said, boom, I, Papa, it has come. No, so she went. So she just said, she went home and said, thank you, God bless you. So after three weeks, I myself decided to send her something. So I sent her something. Now this one was slightly more than what I had sent the other day. The, the woman wrote a whole two-page document. How if I have not met you, how I would have died, how what, how what, how what. So my, I asked myself, so the one I sent the other day, the only reply I received was, thank you. But now, no, no, there was no God bless you. Now, if you had said God bless you, I would have been very okay. Say thank you. But now, the other one I sent, a whole two-page document. You know the way somebody sent you a WhatsApp message, you have to press, um, read more. Yes. Some of us, we are like that. You choose when you want to thank God. Which one you feel like this one. This one is the blessing. See, when you refuse to thank God, you block your blessings. I'm going to show you. Now, give me scriptures. Luke chapter 9, verses 12. Luke chapter 9, verses 12 to 17. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Shall we read one row? But he said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we go and buy food for all these people. For 5,000 men, then he said to the disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bible says when he took the five loaves of bread, the NIV says he gave thanks. After he was given only five loaves of bread, he gave thanks and broke them. After he broke them, guess what? There were over 5,000 men. That means that 5,000 men were there. That means, I mean, women were possibly 7,000. Plus children, we're talking about seven plus five, that is um, 12,000. We are talking about over about 15,000 people seated. And Jesus had only five loaves of bread and two fish. After he gave thanks and broke them, then he gave them to the disciples to, to set them before the people. And guess what? What happened? They all ate. How many? They all did what? And they were all what? And the disciples picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces that were left over. After he gave thanks, the Bible says that the five loaves of bread and two fish has the capacity to feed almost 15,000 people. 
there was a multiplication effect just by him lifting the bread up and giving thanks. The Bible didn't say, he said, Father, let's go back. He didn't pray a prayer like, Lord, multiply this bread. No, 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 no. He just gave thanks. They didn't have bread for them to eat. But the little that they had, he gave thanks. Some of us. Maybe you don't have, you, you looks like you are looking for a certain job you are not getting. But there is something little you have. Give thanks. You are believing God for a marriage. You don't have it yet. But there is somebody deceiving you and testing you at night. At least. Give thanks. At least somebody tests you at night. Tells you at least. I love you. Even though he's lying. But at least he tests you at night. Because some, some of us. Some people here. Your phone. The only message you get is the one from Safaricom. Your data bundle. In the morning, that is the only message. Some people are suffering in this Nairobi. I'm telling you. So you, at least, when you wake up, you have some, somebody from Kahawa testing you, saying, ah, how was your sleep? At least somebody is asking how you slept. Tell your neighbor, give thanks. Are we together? When you appreciate God for the little you have, you position yourself for more. Amen? When you appreciate God for the fact that you have something little in it, you position yourself for more. But some of us, we are so ungrateful even to Jehovah that the little we have, we cannot even say thank you to Jehovah. When Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus in John 11, the Bible says, he didn't say anything. He said, Father, I thank you. have heard me. That was the prayer. And he began to call Lazarus out. Are we here? There was a multiplication of grace to bring the dead back to life. Say, Lord, I thank you. Shall we say, Lord, I thank you. When you thank God, you multiply your blessings. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. That is one of the most serious scriptures. As a young man, I saw and it shocked me. God said, because you have not given me the thanks that is due to my name, I will curse your blessing. Can you imagine that? Jehovah God said, shall we read? One go. Read, 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 read. Yeah, he says, if you do know what? Now, now, everybody, me, I'm doing what I need to do to you, uh, to tell you the word, so that you do what you are expected to do. Shall we read the scripture one go? It says, if you do not, and give, and take it to what? To do what? To give the glory to my name. Says who? Says who? What will you do? I will send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessing. Can you imagine that? It's so dangerous. Thanksgiving is a dangerous thing when you refuse to honor God and give him the praise that is. He, that some of us, the heavens are shut unto you because the little job you have, you are still telling me I don't have a job. At least you have something. Give him the praise that is due unto his name. I mean, it, is, it, is, it does not cost much to tell Jehovah God, Papa, I thank you for what you have done. 
I give you the glory. The glory that is due to you. I am. Some of you, your heavens are shut financially. Your heavens are shut in your career. Your, because the glory that is due unto God, even that one, you have chosen not to give him. Are we together? Says, ha, why should I tight? Tight, tight is a form of you telling God, Papa God, I am not in this job alone. You are part of what I am doing. Are you getting my point? You are telling God, it is not, it is not, it is, it is a sign of your humility. It is a sign of you telling Jehovah God, in fact, you are in what I am doing and I am giving you glory for making it possible for me to have life. Yes, I know you went to school. I understand. I know at least you applied for the job yourself. I know you wake up in the morning and go to work by yourself. But the one that gives you the life is Jehovah. He can choose to take the life away from you. And there is absolutely nothing anybody can do about it. Your family, the only thing your family will do is to cry for one week. And I'll tell you after one week, they are done. Some years ago, I was a young boy. That is when I feared my grandmother. She's a good woman. We were our 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 neighbors. Ma, our neighbors um, uh, mother had died, so my grandmother was going to. We were going, so she was going to um, visit them to just um, 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 express her condolences and her sympathies, and uh, we we it was. We shared the same wall. So we came out of my house, our house and then we entered the other house. So he told me, called my name, he says, you go home. Okay, you go home and then uh, I will come. So as I turned and I was going, all of a sudden the woman started screaming and crying. Like, hey, how can she just switch from telling me to go home and all of a sudden crying automatic? It was almost automatic. <laughs> said, wow. He told you fear women. <laughs> Some of us, we know how to cry. Somebody say cry. In part, some people wail. In fact, if you were in Western, you would have joined the Wailers Club. You would have been employed to wail for people. But hear me, hear me, hear me. You don't know how to thank God. When it is time for you, you need something from God, you wail, cry, do what? But when God gives you the pain, you forget. Are you getting my point? You forget to give him the glory. When you were struggling, you were crying unto God, fasting, coming for prayer, doing all that, joining grace hour. But by the time now, the miracle comes and you look like you are a bit stable. That is it. You refuse and forget about giving God glory and giving him thanks. I pray that God will bring you to the place where you have a heart to honor him and a heart to give him glory. And a heart to give him the praise that is due. He says, if you do not give the glory that is due unto me, I, Jehovah, I will curse your blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you forget everything, don't forget that scripture. That God is so serious about thanking him and honoring him to an extent that he's ready to shut the heavens over you because you refuse to give him the glory. My church, that is not a joke. That is something serious. I don't know how you see it, but me, I see it as something very, very serious. That when, when people are telling me, oh, you have done well, oh, man of God, I, in my heart, 
I say, Father, it is unto you. Unto you. Unto you. Not unto me. Unto you shall the glory be. So I pray that God will not curse your blessing because you refuse to give him the glory. Number three. I think I'll end here and I'll continue in the second service. Thanksgiving activates the presence of God around you. When you thank God, you activate God's presence. When you worship him, you, you activate what? God's presence around you. You activate his presence. Give me Psalm 22, verse 3. From the King James, if you can. Thanksgiving activates God's presence. Psalm 22. From King James. Shall we read one go? He said, Thou, O Lord, art holy. Thou that inhabits in the praises of Israel. Israel there signifies God's people. The etymology of the word Israel E-I-S-R-E in Hebrew means people. L means God. Israel, the etymology means people of God. Now he says, thou art holy, thou inhabit in the praises of your people. The Bible says God literally inhabits in our praises. That is why in heaven, the 24 elders, all they are doing is to worship and praise him. Because he does not dwell in the palace. He does not dwell. He only lives in the praise that there is what? Worship and praise. Where there is worship, where there is praise, that is where Jehovah God inhabits. In heaven, when we, you see, when we're young, our Sunday school deceived, teachers deceived us. I don't know whether they taught you. When you were in Sunday school, they tell you, when you go to heaven, whatever you want, you call it and it will appear. Did they tell you that? You were not taught that, that in Sunday school? When we were young in Sunday school, Dr. Carr, is that also when you're in Sunday school, they tell you when you go to heaven, whatever it is that you want, you call and it will, work, it will appear. So that is why we we're doing good when we we're young. Because you want everything you call to what? To appear. But when you go to heaven, that is not what is going to happen. You'll not be calling Lamborghini. You'll not be calling um, whatever, and it will appear. No, in heaven, we'll be worshiping God. Why? Because the Bible says God does what? He inhabits. He dwells in the praises of his people. He inhabits in the praises of his people. Can I tell you something? Let's assume you are in a very difficult crisis and things are not working. And you, want, you are prayed and God is not coming through. The next thing to do is to worship him. Why? Because if you prayed and he didn't come through, maybe you are praying amiss. But I said you cannot worship God amiss. You cannot thank God amiss. But you can pray amiss. Are you getting me? 
Yeah, the Bible says we pray amiss because we pray to satisfy our own lustful desires. But when it comes to worshiping God, there is nothing like worshiping God amiss. There is nothing like thanking God amiss. Every attitude of gratitude that we, we give unto Jehovah activates his presence around us. Sometimes, guys, come back to your position. Sometimes when we are in church and we are worshiping God, when they lift up a worship, all of a sudden, things, the atmosphere just begins to change, isn't it? Why? Because worship and praise activates his presence. It activates his presence. Give me, give me just, just give me any song. Any song. Any worship song you can. Any worship. Budu na kwa budu wewe ni chanzo Justless worship. Just get into the moment and just begin to worship. Worship activates his presence because he dwells in the praises of his people. In Acts chapter 16, the Bible talks about Paul and Silas. They were kept in prison and the Bible says at midnight they praised. After they prayed, they praised unto God. And the Bible says that all of a sudden, the foundations of the prison began to shake. Why? Because after they prayed, let's, let's, let's read it. I mean, at midnight. Shall we read one go? Uh-huh. The Bible says they prayed and they did what? Sang praises unto God. Give me in King James. Read the word in King James. Shall we read one go? At midnight they did what? Come on. They, at midnight they did what? They prayed and they sang praises unto God. Where were they? 
Imagine Paul in prison, Silas in prison. And guess what? The interesting thing about this scripture, the saddest thing also about it is that they, were, they, they, they had not done the wrong thing to get to prison. They were preaching the gospel and they were arrested, beaten, and put into prison. And even in the midst of the prison, the guys prayed. And after praise, praying, they began to sing praises unto God. They began to praise the name of God. They prayed, their position has not changed. Their condition had not changed. They were still in prison. But guess what they said? We may be in prison, but we will still give him praise. Oh my God. We may be in prison, but we will still worship him. We may be in prison. Our situation may not look like it is changing, but we will still praise him. And guess what? When they had that kind of an attitude, there was a shift in the atmosphere. The presence of God descended in the, in the prison. The foundations of the prison were shaken and every chains that were on them were broken. Today, as we praise God and we worship Him, regardless of your condition, regardless of your situation, may the foundations of your problem be shaken. May Jehovah God command a turn around, 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 a turn around. In the name of Jesus. See, their condition had not changed, but they praise God. You praise God for what He has done. I don't know what they were praising God for, but they were still praising God. They knew, even though they are bound, feet, their hands were bound, their feet were bound. They said, We are praising Him for we know He's still able to come through. We know He will bring it us, He'll bring us out anyway. We know He will change our story. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you don't need to see the testimony to thank Him. Just even in the midst of the situation, say, Father, I thank you. Father, I bless your holy name. I know I am coming out of this. I know you have turned my situation around. I know this story will change. I know. Jehovah God descended in prison because some men were ready to praise him. Hallelujah. It says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were what? Were what? Were what? The reason why the, there was an earthquake is that Jehovah God's presence had descended in the abyss. God was coming in his full regalia in, in the prison so the foundation shook and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. As you praise God, may doors open unto you. I said, 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 may doors open unto you. It looks like her life has become hard and things have become tough. But as you give him grace and you give him worship, may doors begin to open for you. May doors begin to open for you. May doors begin to open for you.
open your mouth and thank you. Today we didn't come to ask anything, we just came to say, Father, we thank you. We didn't come to ask anything, we just came to say, Father, we thank you. We may not have everything we have been believing you for, but Father, we thank you for what we have. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for your sustenance. We have come this far by your grace and by your power. The Bible says it's not of him that wills, nor of him that runs, but it is God. It is God. It is God that shows mercy. He finally has a prahalekeset. Braskos kelehezka braskoni bihanzatai. We honor you, we bless your holy name, our Father. We lift up our voice today. We say glory, dominion, power, honor be unto your holy name. For your praise, for your provision, for your preservation, for your sustenance. We thank you, O Lord. We bless you. I'm so glad you found me worthy. I can see, I can tell, and I know it's your grace all my days. I will sing your grace. Oh, see how far you Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your sustenance. 